This is DMOU, Destination Marketing Organization University, the DMO Sectors Podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Geist. DMOU is where you hear the best and the brightest in the destination marketing space, sharing innovative and compelling stories to inspire you to take your destination and organization to the next level. We're going to change the format slightly on this special COVID-19 edition of DMOU. This will just be me offering my take on some of the challenges and opportunities that destination marketing organizations and specifically DMO boards will face in the months ahead. To timestamp this, this is being recorded on March 25th, 2020. But first off, who am I other than the host of this podcast? I spent 10 years leading small and medium-tier DMOs in the Midwest in the 80s and 90s before launching the first DMO-centric consultancy in our space. Over the past 25 years, we've served over 200 DMOs across the Americas, from Belize to Alberta and Springfield, Mass. to Oceanside, California. During that time, I wrote Destination Leadership for Boards, and most recently, the follow-up book, Destination Leadership. I serve on the board of Destinations International's Foundation, as well as the board for the Travelability Summit. In the next few minutes, I'd like to share with you some of the thoughts that I've been having over where our future lies and how DMO pros and their boards will be part of that evolution, if not revolution. Yes, the format is still three questions, or in this case, topics, and we'll do the bonus round that should bring a smile to your face. So here we go. What is the board's role in times of crisis? Now, if you've been reading our Z News or the books, you know what I want from a board. It's influence. If you have built your board well, they should be ready in this moment. If you are the CEO, you are the public face of the organization, and you are expected to communicate with your partners, community leaders, and elected officials, and probably more now than ever before. But where your board can be the value add in this equation is behind the scenes in those conversations between peers, friends, business associates, keeping them updated on everything that the DMO is doing. As many DMOs have been much more visible over the past couple of weeks with local restaurants, the arts community, and yes, their hotels, this is a great opportunity for board members to ensure that everyone with position and influence in your community knows what the DMO is doing to try to save local business and employees. We may think that everybody else is paying attention, but they are likely consumed with their own reality right now, and that's to be expected. But it doesn't mean that board members don't have a role in reaching out to ensure that their DMO is seen as playing a critical role in the community. Even for the most introverted board member, and if they're so introverted, why are they on your board? This is a time that they can feel confident in the message. The board needs to carry that message in a time of crisis. And they must be ever-present in front of elected officials. I was talking with a DMO pro the other day who told me that there was a small grassroots movement, if you will, in his state to waive all hotel and restaurant taxes for a year in some insanely backward idea that such a move would jumpstart business for these industries. When he called the guy behind the effort, the guy said, yeah, I've been expecting your call. He knew that what he was going to do was going to elicit a reaction. And that's what every elected official should be thinking, not just in today's environment, but every day, that they will have to answer to influential business people in the community when they start tinkering with the DMO's revenue stream. That clearly wasn't the case in another destination recently where the DMO had their budget rated for things that have nothing to do with the visitor economy or the destination marketing organization. 
City Council clearly didn't think anybody would notice. And as our old friend, the late Phil Craig, often said, you gotta be there before you gotta be there. And if your board hasn't been there, now is the time to start. And it's not just with local leaders. Board voices can be exceptionally important as our federal government debates how the just-approved stimulus package will be deployed. Connect with your delegation as soon as you can. Number two, if you're going to communicate, what are they going to say? This is the time to coordinate your new message. As I said in this week's Z News, and if you're not yet subscribed and you want to, you can do that at dmopros.com. There's a silver lining here. When we come out of this nightmare, and we will, we will have the attention of the world and policymakers across this nation. For the first time, America will understand the value of tourism to its economy. It's something that every other country on this planet appreciates and holds dear and honors. Now America will finally join their global partners. Tourism Economics now estimates the fallout from our government's response to COVID-19 will be over $400 billion in the travel industry alone, and that the travel and hospitality economy will shed just under 6 million jobs in the next few months. Now, we all thought that the aftermath of 9-11 would awaken policymakers to the crucial importance of the travel economy, and it just didn't happen. Maybe it's because the shutdown of the tourism economy was relatively brief, and maybe it's on us. We didn't take that moment to drive home our message. Despite how the disruption of travel momentarily crippled the economy in the days after 9-11, nobody came away believing that the travel industry was crucial to the economy. No one can argue that now, especially communities that have begun to realize the power of independent restaurants to revitalize their downtowns. So this moment in time is when the DMO sector needs to move and move rapidly. Now, most of us have. We've been reaching out to our culinary communities to help facilitate takeaway and delivery services to at least keep the kitchens open. We're reaching out to our hotel partners, assisting where we can by advising convention and sports groups to securing new dates and encouraging other clients not to cancel, just postpone. The DMOs in Indy and St. Joseph's, Missouri are selling out of their logo t-shirts with revenues going to hospitality workers that live paycheck to paycheck. Others are talking with local foundations to create short-term loan programs so businesses can avoid letting people go. It has been so incredibly cool to watch the ingenuity and the innovation coming out of destination marketing organizations across this country. In short, DMOs are becoming invaluable in this time of need to the very residents we serve. Like no other time before, our communities are learning of our value, or at least they're learning of our commitment. And that means that DMO leaders need to take action now to ensure that community leaders and residents understand the critically vital role that DMOs play in the sustainability of our economy. A substantial part of the planning for recovery from this nightmare needs to be expanding and developing the most coherent and evocative message possible to ensure that government investment in what we do not only is sustained, but is increased to help small businesses emerge from this crisis. Over the past couple of weeks, most DMOs have been rightfully and righteously focused on their industry partners and their professional staffs. It's time now to focus on our own long-range sustainability. We've already seen governments view this as an opportunity to cut DMO funding, as if the organic losses aren't going to be debilitating enough. We need to get ahead of this. The DMO CEO, as the public face of the organization, will of course be out there with this new message, but they can't do it alone because they're expected 
to stress the critical importance of DMOs and the visitor economy. Board members, on the other hand, especially those that are not viewed as directly benefiting from the tourism economy, those are the voices that often get noticed because they are unexpected. And hey, let's admit, our brains are hotwired to pay attention to the unexpected. Years ago, when Madison was taking the concept of a Frank Lloyd Wright Design Convention Center to referendum, we had 10 or 12 people that we would send out on the stump. With my background in radio, I was probably the smoothest orator in the bunch, but I wasn't the most effective. People knew what I was going to say before I even hit the stage. I was the president of the DMO. No, the one that flipped opponents to supporters was a local financial planner. When we would send Karen into a room, it was her combination of passion to bring the downtown back, which everybody could agree on, and the lack of self-interest that she had. It was that combo. DMO board members can be and need to be the Karen in every room. All right, number three, rebuilding our resources. The upcoming year for any DMO relying on hotel occupancy tax or assessments is going to be brutal from a budgetary standpoint. We know this. We talked with several DMO CEOs in the past week that have been forced to furlough, to lay off, reduce hours, cut benefits. One CEO even resigned to free up cash so as to spare her staff. If this isn't the time to get serious about alternative revenue streams, I don't know what is. I cringe when I see DMOs with over 80% of their revenue dependent on a single source. And in the short term, that revenue likely won't come from local government, though we, and I do mean DMO board leadership, must start the conversation immediately. You know, not unlike Myrtle Beach, which during the last recession approved a one-penny sales tax to fund destination marketing, there needs to be a realization that room tax is not the only way to jumpstart a visitor economy. But short-term, this will likely be about identifying revenue from the private sector, likely the larger corporations in your community, the ones that were able to weather this storm. Where is their pain point moving forward? What can we do for them that would be worth their investment or at least a short-term loan? For the past number of years, Tulsa's 50 biggest employers have collectively invested $2 million a year in their DMO to fund an image campaign to break down negative stereotypes that keep the best and the brightest from moving to Tulsa for great jobs. A collective including a bank, realtors, media, utilities, and local governments recently invested in a campaign by Indiana's South Shore CVA to encourage Illinois residents to move to northern Indiana. Not visit, move. And you can hear that story on an earlier DMO podcast with Spiro Baristatos. My point here, DMOs are the experts in marketing communities. Why not rent out that expertise to other industries or causes that could use it? You'd still be marketing the community, putting your destination in the best possible light. As I've said for years, the Pure Michigan TV campaign are not tourism ads. They're quality of life ads that make us all want to visit. Designing and distributing an economic, a workforce, and or a residential development campaign would have exactly the same result, so long as it is created under the auspices of the DMO. Those are my three thoughts, and there may be more. But as promised, one smile coming up. Here's the bonus round. As many of you know, music is my passion. I worked in FM rock radio before discovering the world of destination marketing in my home. 
What was once my vocation is now my offline passion. Indeed, we post a music find every Friday on our blog as a way to welcome the weekend. Well, this story takes us back to my days when I was a program director at my college radio station. I was also president of my fraternity, and I had a great relationship with our national rep. Um, Now, this name may not ring a bell for those of you under 40, but Dick Clark had also been a member of my fraternity, but at a different school, I think Syracuse. And if you're asking who is Dick Clark, think Ryan Seacrest or Rick Dees, but bigger by a magnitude of 10. Dick Clark hosted American Bandstand in the 60s and 70s, a show that was much-watched TV for anybody who wanted to see their favorite act or new acts perform. Dick Clark, during his day, was probably the biggest influence on American music. Well, now, the quarterly magazine of the National Fraternity was going to do a cover story on Dick, and the National Rep thought it'd be cool to have me, the radio guy, do the interview. So I was flown to New York City. I was hustled to the ABC Studio 15 Theater where Dick was filming the $20,000 Pyramid before a studio audience. Now, typically, the entire week of game shows is filmed in one day. I can't remember if we broke after the Tuesday show was in the can or whether it was after we filmed Wednesday's show. But Dick came over to me and said, let's grab lunch in my penthouse on the top of the ABC building. So up we went. And once in the door, he starts taking off his clothes. He said, I want to take a short shower before lunch arrives, and we've only got an hour for this interview. So there I was, sitting on the bathroom counter with my cassette recorder and my notepad, interviewing one of my childhood idols taking a shower. So yeah, I saw Dick Clark naked. (laughs) And I so hope I made you smile in this extremely unfunny time. So that's it for this rare edition of DMOU. If this shit goes on much longer, we may be back. But here's hoping that life returns to a sense of normalcy and we can get back to sharing the smartest voices in destination marketing with you very, very soon. Already in the can is a magnificent episode with Jay Burris and his outstanding Anaheim Cares program. And we have a bunch more DMO superstars lined up for you in the weeks and the months ahead. We'll post them up when the moment is right. And remember, we have over 20 podcasts already available online and for free through iTunes, Spotify, and our website at dmopros.com. If you have a story or you want to hear a story from another destination, just let us know. We'll do our best to make it so. In the meantime, keep doing what you're doing for your community in this time of need. Be good to each other. Let this crisis bring us together and stay safe. Terry and I are here for you if you need us. And you can find us at dmopros.com. I'm Bill Geist. Till next time.